0: This is Your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger.
1: Hi there, and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. Today's episode 726, and I've titled this one Gifts of Christmas. Now, I don't know if you celebrate that particular holiday or not, or if you celebrate any holiday. But regardless, the notion of Christmas and its equivalent in other traditions is an important reflection on who we are and who we can be as people. And the Ultimate Life podcast has been dedicated now, coming up on uh, three years, started right after the pandemic, so March or April will make three full years, uh, to help all of us create a life of purpose prosperity and joy by serving with our gifts the gifts that we have and that there's lots of ways to describe that and the gifts that we have as people uh, however we imagine we got them divine gifts gifts from the universe gifts from previous life experience before this mortal world however you want to call it we have them we know we have them and we so often ignore our intuition and we pretend we don't have them or it's too late or they're for someone else. We do, you do have them. And the, the ultimate life I've defined as a life as of purpose, prosperity and joy that we create by using those gifts. And I know you'll, if I ask you, and I do all my guests, you know, how do you define the ultimate life? And I give them my definition. And most of the time, there's quite a bit of similarity. People talk a lot about freedom. They talk a lot about um, self-determination. They talk a lot about happiness. And so, we're we're coming to the season, coming to the end of the year, and I'm going to do another episode on New Year's and uh, the beginning of a new year. And that's with the calendar we use. and I recognize there are other calendars, but it's the one I use. And so, for me, it's a new year. I have an arbitrary year. I start a, a year on October 14th just because it's my wife's birthday. And that's really important to me. I start another year on my birthday, which is today as I record this, December 10th. So you can start a year anytime you want. You can celebrate things anytime you want. But I want to talk about Christmas. So what is that? Well, I don't know what Christmas is for you. For me, when I was little, growing up, Christmas was a fun time. We were always excited about it. We had a tradition of Santa Claus, and uh, Santa Claus came unexpectedly, doorbells would ring or piles of you know, piles of presents would show up unexpectedly and unexplainedly, and all that sort of thing. And so all the excitement of uh, Christmas was there growing up, and that was one of the few fun, joyful things that I remember uh, growing up. There were a lot of other things that were painful and difficult and sad, but I do remember things around Christmas being fun and happy and joyful. Um, I want to talk not about Christmas memories, although you may want to access some of your memories. Christmas and other holidays are opportunities for us to remember remember whatever traditions are important to you. They're an opportunity to recommit to those traditions. Christmas is celebrated around Christ as the Son of God and I don't think anybody actually thinks he was born on December 25th because of the stories in the Bible and the shepherds in the field and all that sort of stuff. It's probably more in the springtime but it doesn't matter. This is the day of remembrance. So There's many traditions, Christmas trees, lights and candles and gift giving and songs and caroling, and they came from all kinds of different places. And sometimes people, I've heard people talk badly about any holiday, but Christmas in particular, because they say, well, you know, winter time, it comes from some kind of pagan tradition, therefore somehow it's bad because it's near the solstice and the year, you know, the sunlight dying nearly and being reborn. And there's all kinds of things that are said about it. None of that even matters. What matters is for a holiday and for me, the gift of Christmas is it is a specific time. The calendar helps me remember. And the principles that are ascribed to the teachings of Christ are fabulous reminders, study points, opportunities for me to dig in more to things I believe in. Now, I'm a f- disciple and friend of Jesus Christ. I'm not suggesting that everybody should be or the, that's the only way to live because you'll have your own tradition. I have found that even though my own upbringing was deeply tarnished with a lot of religious fanaticism and brutality and So forth that it has not and did not shake my knowledge that there is a divine creator How I finally come to understand all that is Though we are divine creations and we are given agency choice and we're given gifts and talents It is not and never seemed to be the purpose of the creator to have us go through this experience here pain-free or even you know, terrifyingly bad pain-free. People get sick. There are accidents. There are just horrible stories that you can hear on Christmas Eve. This happened and, you know, some horrible accident or murder or other thing happened. That doesn't change anything for me. The question, how did God let this happen, is a simple question for me i'm not suggesting it's simple for you simple for me because i know from my experience that this 70 years 60 80 100 whatever it is 132 for me i'll tell you why in a minute but this set of years is is a tiny micro spec. and the abuse that i suffered or that someone else may suffer or the injustice or the cruelty that uh is going on is 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 number one never ignored no injustice will ever be ignored I have been very impatient and I think we as a species are impatient and we think a it either none of that quote stuff should happen or if it does there should be immediate powerful and deep punishment retribution for the perpetrator well it's patience I cannot even begin to explain The plan or the wisdom of the Creator, but what I know is as I look at my life Through decades of depression and struggling and failed relationships and sadness and addictions and even dying You know getting severely ill and dying I wouldn't trade any of them away and I don't think any of them were unjust or bad and I don't rail against the divine anymore for any of that and the reason is because it seems to me that the purpose, the foundational purpose of this existence is to have all these experiences, good ones, and bad ones, and even horrible ones, having nothing to do with justice or deserving them, but to learn from them. Not that there's something, I got to be careful here, not that we're somehow broken and dumb, but if when i go through terrible experiences i learn how it feels how it feels emotionally how it feels physically i learned what it, i learned what it meant to not be able to walk to be completely helpless uh, physically i learned what it felt like to be damaged spiritually and those are things i never would have been able to learn just by hearing about them or even watching someone else have difficult experiences the depth of learning for me only comes from experiencing myself some extraordinarily painful and hard things and some extraordinary glorious and happy and you know beautiful things by by going through it myself I learn a lot more and a lot differently. One of the most important things for me is I learn, I have learned, that I have choice about how I respond to things. So at, a, at one time in my life I had a conviction that I was right about a lot of things and that I needed to be right and as funny as it sounds it was tied to my fear and my depression because if I was Wrong, then I should already have known what was right and fixed it. And so being wrong was terrifying I think because it was associated with a lot of physical abuse as a kid and so Doing something wrong or being wrong was scary. And so I needed to be right Well, you can imagine that translates into a lot of dysfunctional behavior when I either try to make myself right or make someone else wrong or uh Hide something so it seems I'm right or lie about stuff so that I you know all of those dysfunctional and not good things come from a need to be right or be perceived as right or good or or whatever and part of the experience is to learn to be wrong it's to learn to make mistakes and see what that feels like and then from that learning say okay I, I choose to be this way and I choose to be that way and so It's it's might be difficult to explain and it might be difficult to understand But what it seems to me is that the gift of living The gift is a gift. First of all, it is a gift The gift of hard and sad things is a gift The gift of being hungry is a gift The big the gift of having too much is a gift We focus on the lack of things which is mostly incorporated with suffering and i ask an ai thing to give me a picture of you know in in the monet style i think of people that were homeless so there's these people behind me sitting on the street and like you i've seen many people in difficult circumstances and tried to help some and given money and done different things but one of the things i know as i see that is you know that could be me and that isn't just a rhetorical thing for me. There were times in my life when my behaviors and my actions could easily have landed me in jail or on the street. I didn't, but it was close, and I had lots of close calls. And so I when I see someone struggling with health or with you know, personal challenges, my first feeling is love and compassion. How can I help? What can I do? that's been a gift and one of the things that i view also as a gift because i celebrate christ and the position that christ has in the the plan of creation is i know that um, all of the negative consequences the negative things that have been done to me the limp that I still carry in my life. And if you remember the story about my dog and the limp that one of my dogs had who's now passed, the limp that he had all of his life didn't dampen his enthusiasm for life. And when someone hurts us spiritually or physically we might carry a limp, a scar, a permanent mark. What I know for sure is that while it may exist for the entire time I'm here um it won't stay in the next phase when we move to the next plane of existence those will be gone and what i know is that there will be um everything will be made right and sometimes we i know i struggle when i think about either things that i have done to hurt people like during the years i was deeply depressed Uh, Had struggled with addiction and stuff. I was a lousy partner in a in marriage and I was a lousy father and I'm not Beating myself up anymore. I used to do that a lot, but I those things happened and so I think There is no way in the universe that I can fix those mistakes And you know what that's true. I I don't have the ability no amount of money no amount of time no amount of nice words well they might help and you know deep apologies have been given multiple times but the actual repair has to be done by the divine I can't do that I don't have the power to actually fix to remove completely thoroughly and to the core the struggle that is been someone else's life because of my behavior or the struggle that was in my life because of someone else's behavior none of us do And that's one of the reasons why, I think at least, why there's so much sorrow and despair is because when we've made terrible mistakes, we can't forgive ourselves. I did a video a few years ago, about five years ago, that's been on my YouTube channel, and it's the one that's gotten the most views. And it's, uh, I think the name of it is How to Forgive Yourself After Hurting Someone You Love. And the comments, every day, new comments come. It's still very, very active in five years. People say, well, I can never forgive myself because I X. You know, they sometimes people say what they did and sometimes they just allude to it. And I can never forgive myself. Well, you know, the reason that comes is because we know that what happened can never be fixed. And so there we sit with an unfixable problem. And that's why I think there's so much struggle with that but the good news is we don't need to fix it and things won't be fixed in the length of this hundred years that we stay here or 60 or 50 or 70 it just won't and we're not responsible for that decision about what would fix or make right or repair those things and that's a beautiful thing so why am I talking about all this with respect to Christmas well it has to do with the birth of Christ the greatest gift is the love of the Creator and Christ of us each individually. And when I um, had the opportunity to die in June of 2018, just four years ago, I came to realize these truths even more. <clears throat> we were we existed somewhere before we came here. We came here on purpose as careful divine creations, and sometimes we construe that to mean, well, if we're created with love and put here, nothing bad should happen. We're put here to have all these experiences. So when those things happen, we all, and I've certainly done that, why me? How could, you know, this be allowed to happen? How could, there can't be a God if bad things happen. We're sitting here with a a beautiful mother and daughter from Ukraine here in our home who we love. And it's not hard for me to say how could it be allowed for some crazy madman to de- declare a war and go kill tens or hundreds of thousands of people. How could such a thing be allowed? Well, if I only look at it in the context of this this life and the, the 10 or 20 or 50 or 100 years that we have, then there's no answer to that. But if I know, and I do now from my own experience, that there's, that's just a tiny fraction, then uh, I can easily see how it can be uh, okay, made okay, fixed, repaired, because this trillionth of a cosmic second doesn't define anything forever. Anyway, so as you think about Christmas, I wanna ask you some questions. Whether you celebrate Christianity or Christ or not, let's just ask questions about love. Love is the founding power of the universe. Love is the force that holds everything together. You know that because people enjoy, they're attracted to love and light. People want to be there. Uh, Hate, anger, bitterness, discord, all that stuff, that drives people away. No one enjoys being in that kind of an environment. It's uncomfortable and unpleasant. Well, that tells you that it's repellent to our our souls and our hearts, that sort of negativity and hurt and hate and pain and all that. So love, if that's the foundation, then any holiday that celebrates that tradition, Christmas is foremost and it's right now, is powerful and important. How you choose, how I choose to celebrate to create, to share, to further spread that love is what our lives can be about. And what I have finally discovered that when my life is about that I'm way happier. I talk about creating a life of purpose, prosperity and joy and purpose changes over time. You know specific purpose like this year that I'm now almost two months into my purpose is to help 50 million people to discover and serve with their gifts. That means to discover their divinity, to find out the things that they're uniquely gifted and called to do, and to then go do that and to serve with it. And the, the, the wonderful side effects of those kinds of decisions is you can make a business out of it if you want. You can make money. You can write books. You can create programs and courses. And I know lots and lots of people that have done and are doing that there's a move, I think, partly fueled by the, the pandemic to do that more. I just, um, met someone on lunch club, lunch clubs, a networking platform. If you're not on it, you should look it up lunch club. But anyway, I just met someone there day before yesterday, I think Friday or Thursday. Um, and they were, Uh, trained as a material scientist the chemistry of materials and yet Just this woman's innate yearning was that wasn't fun anymore. That wasn't fulfilling It was good. And you know, you did good stuff and you made things and whatever But the heart was calling her to do work To help people she couldn't see enough real benefit to the work. She was doing and I thought how interesting I hear that all the time. The first words that I hear almost all the time out of people's mouths when I ask them, what do you want? What are you trying to do? What makes you happy is to they, we all want to be of service and help people. So Christmas time, gifts for Christmas. This is a calling, me calling you, hello, (laughs) about our opportunity to rededicate ourselves to service. It's an opportunity for us to remember that we came from the fountain of love, that we are built and glued together, as it were, by that force of love. We are. And we can have a long debate about that, or we can just act on the fact that we know that that's true and feel it. And I would invite you to do that. I, I've discovered that wild declarations like, I live to serve and acknowledge every person I meet isn't just fanciful mumbo-jumbo. It felt like it the first time I said it. But now looking at you and saying, I live to serve, acknowledge, and serve you right here, right now, that doesn't feel funny at all. It doesn't feel inauthentic. It doesn't feel out of reach It feels very doable and very possible And of course none of us can reach everyone in the world all at once, but we can reach our neighbor We can reach those in our family Whatever Christmas means to you is as a, as a holiday or tradition You can take the opportunity to love someone more than you've loved them before you can take the opportunity to drop grudges. You can take the opportunity to change how you view yourself and others. I've come to the conclusion that in creating the ultimate life, it starts with loving ourselves. You're a divine being, so am I. Loving that divinity, loving ourselves is spirituality, pure um, and without question, pure spirituality, loving ourselves as divine beings, honoring us, taking care of our bodies and all the rest that goes with it. That's pure spirituality. And when we do that, I don't know about you, but then I feel called and I hear that from people all the time. I just feel this feeling called to help others, called to encourage them. That's why I'm a coach. I think of coaching as being in the people encouragement business, and I love that. I love to be a people encourager. And I've gotten better and better at it, and I'm really good. I'm, I can find out, you know, what people want to do, and how to help them, and all kinds of stuff. But it's the most beautiful thing I've ever done, and I've had lots and lots of jobs and made lots of money and all kinds of stuff, and, and nothing is as fulfilling as the work of loving people. Imagine that the most fulfilling work in the world is just to love and serve people around you and By serve love and serve. I mean choose to use your gifts your resources your spiritual resources Your physical resources your emotional and mental resources to to bless someone There's always opportunity around us and that isn't to neglect ourselves because that isn't what I mean in fact i mean to fully love ourselves and then let that love spill into everyone around you we have opportunities every day it can be at work it can be at home it can be in the store everywhere and one one of the things i like about christmas time is that people just seem it was a quote in the dickens thing a christmas carol christmas time seems to be the time when people open their shut up hearts and i find that to be true still now here There's a kinder feeling in the air. I see more kindness and more thoughtfulness than at other times. I would invite you to love yourself. I would invite you to love those around you. I would invite you to think about, no matter what your tradition is, what is the gift that you can give yourself that's founded on love, and what is the gift you can give someone else that's founded on love this Christmas or this holiday season, whatever, your tradition is I invite you to do that it is a big ticket it is a big building block in the road to your ultimate life
0: thank you for listening to today's episode we hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire if you like what you heard Please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger.